Hey guys, it's Tim, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up right here for Pro Wrestling Unlimited. It's Friday, February 18th, 2022, and we've got a whole lot of news to talk about. As far as today's show does go, today's Wrestling Wrap-Up, where we bring you all a handful of news in one easy-to-watch video. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight news stories to talk about. A bunch of them are hit, quick hits that we can get, get talking about in like, a minute or so, but we got some substantial ones to talk about as well. We've got The Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. We've got Saturday night's main event just randomly coming back. The Garganos had Baby Quill and so much more. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by either hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because if you have Amazon Prime, then you've already got Prime Gaming. You take that Amazon account, you take that Prime, uh, Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom. You've got a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free video games, free stuff for games, and they always give you one free subscription to any, any Twitch channel that you want to subscribe to, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a Super Chat or a Super Sticker donation. All Super Chats do get read live on the air. Plus... Hit that join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos. You get to ask us questions in our Q&A that we're going to start doing more regularly, which we have a uh, field, a thread up right now. where You guys can submit your questions for me or Nick to answer in our Q&A that will be going up next week. You can do all that. You can get all that for a buck if you hit that join button down below. Remember, we will be doing a Q&A for our channel members, or if you're subscribed at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited, you can ask us questions over there as well. Again, we do have a post up that just says, hey, we're doing a Q&A. It's not just me, but Nick will answer your questions too if you have Nick-specific questions. And we'll answer them next week once we curate enough of, you know, once we curate enough questions to do an actual decently length episode. Um, the uh, Finally, sorry about that. Head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy a game. If you're buying a new game like Sifu or Rainbow Six Extraction, put in the code PWUnlimited. Even if it's not a new game and it's an old game, put in the code PWUnlimited at checkout. It's going to ask you for a creator code, and you'll be supporting us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also, if you're buying stuff on your PlayStation, Xbox, or Switch, through Fortnite or Rocket League, it'll ask you for a code as well there. It says you have a creator code. Who are you supporting? And you are supporting Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, we've got a bunch of news to talk about as well. We're going to kick it off talking about The Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. Now, I know what you may say, Tim, I already saw that you did a video about this. Yeah, it was a quick video, but now we're actually going to talk about it. We're actually going to talk about The Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. Well, this morning, Friday, February 18th, 2022, WWE did officially announce that The Undertaker 
is the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022. And I just want to pull this up really quick from WWE's website. Let's get that off the screen. Let's go there. Let's go there. They changed the logo up a little bit for the Hall of Fame. Pop this over here. <clears throat> so, actually, let me pull up the 2022, uh, the old Hall of Fame logo as well. Just so you guys can get a reference of well, what's the old logo like. So, we have the old logo here. Bum, Let's see. Got them. Actually, let's pull up all the logos that we've had. So, first off, first off, first off. We got this logo. This is the logo they used for a very long time. They used this logo for a while. Then they transitioned to this logo over the last, I want to say, three, four years, maybe. Now they got this. This new logo. I'm liking it. I'm not hating it at all. I really do like that. I think it looks really, really cool. Honestly, I can see that as a front face plate on like a belt, to be completely honest. Give these wrestlers belts. Screw giving them just side plates in a ring. Give them a ring and a belt. But with that, WWE, again, did announce that The Undertaker will be the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022. And I'm going to say right now, who was shocked by this? Nobody. Everybody saw this coming. Everybody. When they were like, oh, WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas. Well, no shit, Undertaker's going to go in. This was not a shock or surprise to anyone other than, oh, I didn't expect it to get announced this morning. The night or the day before Elimination Chamber. I thought, maybe you start announcing them this coming Monday. But not just randomly today. But with that, WWE did write. The Undertaker just became the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022 as first announced by the New York Post. I never saw a New York Post post at all. I just saw everyone linking the WWE stuff to me. Yeah, I wake up at about 7 o'clock, West Coast, Best Coast, but this got announced 9 o'clock East Coast. So I'm like waking up, my phone's basically woke me up. Not really. My alarm woke me up at 7 to wake the kids up for school, but my phone's going off. Seeing the Undertaker's going to the Hall of Fame. Seeing the Undertaker's going to the Hall of Fame. I, I had about 10 messages, if not more. And then a bunch more people tagging me on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm like, damn, West Coast, best coast for sure. Because like we get to watch wrestling shows earlier and don't have to stay up late and stuff. But then when things get announced early in the morning, East Coast time, that's when I miss out and I'm late on stuff. Because, yeah, I saw this at 7 o'clock this morning my time, but I couldn't really do anything about it or report anything or whatnot until, well, I don't know, like two hours later because I had to get the kids up, get the kids ready for school, take the kids to school, and get back home. not saying that's a two-hour process, but it's about a good hour process. And then I got to get home, and then I got to start – you know, reading things and typing things up and videoing and everything. So it's like, damn, took me a while. The only thing I, that I would say with this job is bad about being West Coast. When things get announced early in the morning, East Coast time, it's super early in the morning, West Coast time, but I digress. They say that the dead man will be enshrined in the hollow hall during the 2022 Hall of Fame induction ceremony as part of WrestleMania week. WWE did also go on to confirm that the 2022 Hall of Fame induction ceremony will be taking place on Friday, April 1st, right after Friday Night SmackDown. So they did confirm the reports 
that they're going to do SmackDown and then Hall of Fame right after, all from the American Airlines Center in Dallas. Other things they did state was that the Undertaker was supposed to be on the Today Show, I guess, this morning or tomorrow morning. I don't know, because this was posted today. But then they say, also don't miss the Undertaker's first comments on his monumental Hall of Fame induction when he joins the Today Show tomorrow morning on NBC. They're putting this on the weekend? Saturday morning? Okay. I know Taker didn't go to Saudi this year, as far as what I was told. So, cool, I guess. I don't know. I would assume they maybe put him on this morning. But with that, they go on to just run down The Undertaker's career. Multi-time WWE World Champion. Seven-time Tag Team Champion. He's won the Royal Rumble. He cemented his uh, place among the greatest of all time. And is a true in-ring pioneer as part of many firsts, including the first casket match, first buried alive match, and the inaugural Hall of Fame, or Hell, Hell in a Cell match in 1997. So congratulations to The Undertaker for going into the Hall of Fame. And a bunch of other wrestlers also wanted to say congratulations to The Undertaker as they tweeted out a bunch of stuff this morning as well. We're going to pull up some of these tweets just to see who's congratulating good old Undertaker, or should I say Mark Calloway. Also, who inducts the Undertaker is the big question. Who does the induction? Most people probably say Kane. That's what would be the best bet. I wouldn't be shocked if they have Vince go out there and do it, though, to be completely honest. I really, really, really would not be shocked if they did have Vince go out there and do it and do the speech. Like they had Linda go out and do for Warrior. I would not be shocked. If they had Vince go do the speech, but let me just pull up the rest of these tweets right here. One, two more. Got them all linked in my document. But now I got to actually pull them up. There we go. All right. So let's pull them up on the screen. See who's saying thank you or congratulations to the undertaker. Also, they posted a really, 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 really cool, like four and a half minute video. Undertaker as well, but this one's from Triple H. Says absolutely no one has had a big as big an impact over as long of a career as Undertaker. He is the measuring stick of this industry, in and out of the ring, and now takes his well-deserved place in the WWE Hall of Fame. Don Michaels as well. I've had the pleasure and oftentimes pain of being in the ring with Undertaker throughout both of our careers. I count him among the b- absolute best. And someone I consider a close friend. Congratulations and welcome to the WWE Hall of Fame Club. JBL also tweeting out. Uh, the best I was ever in the ring with. The best I was ever in the ring with in a pure class act. It's not a Hall of Fame without The Undertaker. Congrats, dead man. We've also got Ric Flair. Congratulations, Undertaker. This is as big as the day that Stone Cold went in. Thanks for all that you've done for the business. And for my person, uh, for me personally, WrestleMania 38 gets bigger every day. I don't know what this has to do with WrestleMania 38. I mean, this now confirms that Undertaker will appear at WrestleMania 38 because <clears throat> they'll do the whole "Here are your 2022 Hall of Fame induction inductees," and Undertaker will be the one that gets the "Dead Man Walking" or whatever intro they want to do for it. He'll get the the single entrance. 
Because you always got all the people, and then the main event gets their own little entrance. So anyway, anyways, uh, we got Kane here, Mr. Glenn Jacobs. Undertaker's my favorite WWE superstar of all time. No shit. And Mark Calloway is one of my favorite people of all time. Congratulations on this so deserved honor. Got AJ Styles. No one like him. He is truly a phenom in every sense of the word. A Hall of Fame career earned over 30 years of hard work and dedication in WWE. Congrats, Taker, WWE Hall of Fame. Jeff Jarrett tweeting out, There will never be another one who had a run like Taker. Both in and out of the ring, 30-plus years on top, multiple eras led by example and made everyone around him better. The true most valuable player of all time. Congrats, Mark. Yeah, Drew McIntyre got a, posting a uh, picture of him and The Undertaker saying, there isn't a Hall of Fame without this man. Damian Priest even tweeting out, stating, yes, congratulations, Undertaker. Deserving is an understatement. He is a symbol of everything great about our business. Growing up, he was always my hero. Thank you for inspiring me. To me, you are the greatest. Rhea Ripley, rest in fame. Congrats, I like that one. Nikki A.S.H. just with the, the hands up emoji. We got Austin Theory. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Right into the Hall of Fame. Congrats. And finally, Matt Riddle just types Stallion. So with that, Undertaker going in the Hall of Fame. It's well overdue. It's well deserved. And it's something that everybody, for the most part, was expecting this year when it was announced. A Hall of Fame. Or no, just WrestleMania in Texas. So from good news on one person going into the Hall of Fame, we've got more good news on two people that we all love from WWE adding to the family. Yes, baby Gargano is here. This morning, Johnny Gargano introduced the world, or should I say Earth, as he stated, to baby Quill. We do have this photo here that Johnny Gargano did post saying, welcome to earth quill. Now, as you see, there's a star Lord comic book here. There's a rocket raccoon plush and there's a cassette tape. She's also wearing a um, <clears throat> onesie. This is quill with the star Lord logo on it. So if you guys are like, huh? well, she's named after Peter quill. Star-Lord, Marvel Comics, Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, Gargano is a huge Marvel Comics fan. And a lot of people are probably like, oh, yeah, I can see this coming a mile away. He's always got the Marvel gear. He's always doing Marvel-inspired things. And this does not surprise me. But when you look at Guardians of the Galaxy and you go, how do you name a girl after a character in Guardians of the Galaxy? You can't name your daughter Gamora. I mean, you can, but that's weird. You ain't going to name her Drax. You ain't going to name her Groot. You ain't going to name her Rocket. And you ain't going to name her Peter. So why not go Peter Quill, last name Quill? Which is, I think, a dope name. And actually, really cool for a girl. Quill, born February 17th, 2022. So She was born yesterday. Johnny posted this this morning. And I just wanted to say congratulations to the Garganos on introducing Earth to Quill Gargano. Now, if you don't get that reference, welcome to Earth. Named after Peter Quill. Peter Quill's father was Earth in, in a sense or whatever. So yeah, he was a planet. Uh, 
named let me let me double check this um i mean there there's multiple peter quill fathers but like depending on what iteration of the comics you're reading whether that's the new guardians the original guardians uh the what is it the um old man quill they even retroactively gave him a different dad there but technically his father was ego which was a planet similar to earth and yeah it, it all ties in together but i want to say congratulations to the garganos on introducing the world to baby quill who was born yesterday but as we move forward, we have to go from great news to some unfortunate news. As if you didn't see yesterday, long time, and I mean long, long time, WWE Spanish commentary announcer Carlos Cabrera was let go by the company. I'm going to read this here. It says, as noted, Cabrera's former broadcast partner, Hugo Savinovich, revealed earlier this week that Cabrera was released from his contract on Wednesday. Spent almost 30 years with WWE. In an update, Cabrera's release was an age-related decision, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter. It was noted that WWE was looking for someone younger to take Cabrera's spot on the Spanish announced team. Now, when I hear this, I go, what? Why? Why does this really matter age-wise? It's, okay, he's 62 years old. Old damn near Michael Cole. Michael Cole's 53 we see Michael Cole, and here's the thing I'm going to say. We see Michael Cole on television. They do the Spanish commentary and whatnot, but we rarely, rarely ever see them on television. And Hugo don't even look, not Hugo, uh, Carlos don't even look that old. Carlos Cabrera does not even look 60-something years old. Like, let me pull up a picture of him. Carlos Cabrera. Uh, let's go, Carlos Cabrera. Whoops, clicked the wrong button there. See if we can find the most up-to-date photo of Carlos Cabrera. Um, here we go. Here's one that's not that old. It's like two years old or so. Maybe like four years old. This one's not that old. But he doesn't look that bad at all. At all. You've got Marcelo Rodriguez, Carlos Cabrera. They've been the Spanish announced team for a long time now. For a while. They're going to fire Carlos because of his age? What the hell? This just doesn't make sense. I, I don't get it at all. Cabrera, age 62, has been the lead Spanish announcer for WWE since 1993. He was working for, with Hugo Savinovich from 93 to 2011, and then Marcelo Rodriguez since 2011. His departure is seen as a shocker because he is something of an icon in, uh, to the Spanish language community, viewed similarly as WWE Hall of Famer Jim Ross, which I've heard that a lot over the last 24 hours or so. They're like, man, they released the Jim Ross of Spanish commentary. This is also the same company that released Jim Ross. So... And that was kind of an age thing as well, if you really start to think about it now. So it's like, damn. It's not like they sound old. Well, Jim Ross now kind of sounds old. 
But it's like, you got Michael Cole. Was Michael Cole got a shelf life of 10 more years and that's it? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Don't know if he's going to go work anywhere else. Don't know if he's going to continue doing commentary in uh, professional wrestling. You know, he has done other things in news and radio. And I think he's also done some, um, like, dubbed, dubbed stuff, like English uh, English language television to Spanish that's not wrestling related. So he's, it's not going to be hard for him to find work. It just sucks that he's reportedly gone because of his age. Really, really, really does suck. But from one person in WWE being let go and gone, we've got news on another who could be returning here shortly. We have not seen Asuka around since Money in the Bank last year when she competed in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. We had seen a picture of Asuka thanking her dentist for doing some dental work, and she had a sling on her arm. Word was shoulder surgery. I finally had that 100% confirmed to me the day that she did have shoulder surgery, and according to excuse me, Mike Johnson of PW Insider, word going around right now is that Asuka is expected to be back by the end of the month. The end of February. Mike Johnson did write the following stating. For those who have asked about Asuka, we are told the hope is that she will return from shoulder surgery by the end of the month, but that's not 100% as it's all about when she will be cleared and slid back into storylines. Now, I know Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men podcast had previously reported that she had been cleared before the Royal Rumble, but we're hearing conflicting things. Mike Johnson here is saying... February. I've heard others like Dave Meltzer also say February. She won't be cleared. Pop, or they're hoping she's cleared by February. So I don't know where the Zarian thing of she was cleared before the Rumble came in, but it looks like she may not be cleared just quite yet. But they're hopeful she'll be cleared in time to return by the end of the month. I don't know if they have any WrestleMania plans for her or have anything pitched in hopes that she gets cleared, but. The word is that she could be back by the end of the month. Also, speaking of Bailey, it is stated that Bailey could be back sometime by the end of this month, early March. At the latest, late March. And if you're going to have Bailey not get cleared till late March, then you may as well just wait till the Mania, the Raw or SmackDown after Mania, and have her return then. So for Bailey, it doesn't look likely, as likely that she can be working Mania. But Asuka does look somewhat likely that she could be working Mania. Now, as we talk about Asuka, we got some good news for her former tag team partner in Kyrie Sane, as Kyrie Sane is no longer under contract with WWE and she's returned to stardom. Now, using the name just straight Kyrie, the former WWE Women's Tag Team Champion appeared Friday for stardom at their press conference that confirmed that she is returning to the company according to F4W Online. She was announced for the Stardom World Climax show on Saturday, March 26th and Sunday, March 27th from Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. The press conference was interrupted by uh, Unagi Sayaka and Tam Nakano and Sane expressed interest in teaming with Mayu Iwatani to face them at the Sumo Hall show. Sane was also attacked by members of the Oido, Oido Tai Stable after the press conference, setting up a number of different things for her. So it is great to see that Kyrie Sane, or now just going by the name Kyrie, 
is back working for stardom in Japan. It is also to be noted that at the press conference, she stated that she feels like she's in the best shape she's ever, ever been in. And it's, again, she stated, I'm just Kyrie, straight up Kyrie, no last name. So again, it is great to see that she's back with stardom. I think she's been gone from stardom for five or six years, six years now when she came in to work WWE originally in the Mae Young Classic in 2017. And then she went on to have some success in WWE as NXT champion, WWE Women's Tag Team champions, and so forth. So, great to see that Kyrie is back with stardom and already getting thrown into the fold with some of their top stars. Speaking of former WWE wrestlers going places, we got Leo Rush going places as well as Leo Rush is returning to MLW. As I'm going to pull from a press release that we were saying, uh, I want to say yesterday, regarding Leo Rush returning to MLW, as they sent out the following in a press release stating, Leo Rush is returning to Major League Wrestling and has been added to MLW Kings of Coliseum on Friday, May 13th at the 2300 Arena, featuring an MLW TV taping. On tonight's episode of Fusion, which aired last night, news broke of the man of the hour, Leo Rush, is returning to MLW. MLW can confirm Leo Rush will be in action Friday, May 13th, in South Philadelphia. It says, uh, fighting elite musician, artist, and influencer, Leo Rush is a new wave, is a new wave renaissance man, a force unlike any other in the sport. Rush is a human gift generator awing fans and overwhelming opponents with his innovative, innovative arsenal. A wrestling prodigy, Rush emerged in the sport in his teenage years, rapidly ascending to international, the international stage by his early 20s, and now in his mid-20s, Rush has transcended into pop culture. When not in the ring, Rush can be found recording music or working on projects with some of today's hottest artists. In 2021, Rush defeated Myron Reed, win the MLW World Middleweight Championship, enjoying a reign that ended after several months in a highly anticipated rematch against the Young Goat. Now the stage is set for the reemergence of one of the sport's most outspoken and outrageously talented athletes in Major League Wrestling. So with that, it is cool to see Leo Rush going back to MLW. His contract with Ring of, or with um New nope, AEW did just expire this past Monday, February 14th. So he's good to go. He's cleared. Not Well, not that he's cleared. He's free, no longer signed to AEW, and can go do what he wants to do. Speaking of people signed to AEW, six the news snow hour, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seventh news story here has to do with uh, the limitless one, Keith Lee. Now, Keith Lee, last week, made his debut for All Elite Wrestling and qualified for the um, Face of the Revolution ladder match. Then this week, all we saw was a quick vignette video of Keith Lee, and many people go, what the heck? Keith Lee there live one week and then not the next? Where has he been? And we know now why he wasn't on the show. Tony Dave Meltzer, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, he reports that Keith Lee wasn't on AEW Dynamite or Rampage this week because he went on his honeymoon. Basically what happened was Keith Lee got married two weeks ago. Then 
flew out to I don't remember what city they were in, but flew out to the AEW tapings, debuted, then after that went on his honeymoon. He's taking a honeymoon now. So that way they can get him announced, get him on the show. He could take the time he needs and then be good for the March 6th pay-per-view in just a couple of short weeks. So that is why Keith Lee was not on Dynamite or Rampage this week live. Yes, they had the video package set up for him, which smart. You do a video package so you keep him relevant as far as announcing things and saying things and hyping up that ladder match. And you let him take his time off that he needs. And then he's back and ready to go by the pay-per-view. It's unclear if he's going to be gone till the pay-per-view or if he can show up the week before or not. And we'll have to wait and see when the Limitless One does come back. He will at least, he will at least be back in time for the pay-per-view because he is announced for the ladder match, which we also know Wardlow will be in as well. So that's why Keith Lee was not on today's or this week's AEW Dynamite and not on tonight's AEW Rampage. But with that, we got our final news story, which is an interesting one that kind of shocked me and kind of just came out of nowhere as well. It looks like Saturday night's main event is actually coming back to WWE. So today people started noticing, and I'm going to pull this up here. People started noticing that on the WWE Ticket website, you know, you've got all these logos and shows announced, and we're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown. Whoa, what is that? You got two things right here April 23rd and April 30th. They're listed as Saturday night's main event. They're the only two listed thus far. And it says talent subject to change. It's got a picture of Becky, and it says Saturday night's main event. You got a bunch of Raw superstars announced for the show. And that's for April 23rd. It's a Saturday. And then go to the other one that shows Seth, April 30th, which I want to say that's the week later, the next week. Again, a bunch of more raw talent announced for this show. Well, according to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, Johnson does state the following as far as why this show is going on. And let's see, I do have it pulled up here. Johnson does state. Uh, While it initially appeared that this may be a pay-per-view event, now an event in Lakeland, Florida. uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Johnson, since I last saw this, Johnson has updated his story. Actually, within the last eight minutes. So initially, Mike Johnson stated, WWE is reviving Saturday night's main event on Saturday, 423. The event will take place in Montgomery, Alabama at the... 12,500-seat Garrett Coliseum. Tickets will be on sale on the 225, February 25th. Now Johnson updates his story, stating, while it initially appeared this may be a pay-per-view event, now an event in Lakeland, Florida, on April 30th, has also been branded with Saturday night's main event name as well. We are told that each of these shows will still are still live events, not TV productions, and that this is simply rebranding of the Saturday night live events post-WrestleMania. So these are not going to be something that they are going to be airing on television, it seems like. Not on TV or on Peacock or any other network. So as far as we know right now, just the WWE live events on Saturday nights are called 
Saturday night main events, which is a shame and a shocker. Not a shocker, a shame and a letdown, I guess you could say, because I was expecting, oh, man, this random shows going to get aired on Peacock live. Or even if they're not live, tape them and air them the next week or put them up the next, I don't know. Screw it. This would be really fun, really cool. And they're not going to do it, unfortunately. I know there was a rumor going around as well backstage that the upcoming Madison Square Garden show could have been aired on Peacock as well, kind of in the same vein of what people thought this was going to be. And that's most likely not going to happen as well. I had heard from a couple people backstage that, Hey, that, that MSG show coming up, they're adding all these big names like Ronda and Brock. There's a chance that we, they can air this thing. But now that's the feeling of that is less likely. So this, unfortunately, is not going to air as far as we know. Again, initially, Mike Johnson had stated that it was going to air. And then Mike Johnson in the last 11, oh, one, two hours, no, 10 minutes, changed his story to it's not going to air. Saturday night's main event is just, quote, the name they're branding the live events on Saturday nights with. So are we going to get something special for Sunday? We're going to get Sunday main events as well? Why go to all the trouble on your website to brand them as Saturday night's main event? Have a new logo created. Not just to brand them Saturday night's main event. Hold on. Because watch, 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 watch. Let's pull this up. Hold on. Because this is this is the thing, too. Like, they, they even created a brand new logo for it. Like, that's a new logo. That ain't the old Saturday Night's main event logo. That's a brand new logo they had created, which probably not that hard. I mean, it's a simple logo. You can create that pretty quickly. But they still had to tell their people, hey, we need a, a logo that's a Saturday Night's main event. Put it in, like, an old-school neon sign kind of deal, this and that. Give it an old-school feel, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, why go to the trouble for all that when you can just still just call it a WWE live event? They've still got the following night in Augusta, Georgia, it says WWE live. So we'll see what's going on with this. And if there is any update to what this actually could and could not be, maybe there is more to it than we know right now. We will keep you updated right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But with that, that's all we got for you today, folks. Talked about a number of things. Now, time to wrap it up. But remember tonight. Tonight, Friday Night Smackdown. Tonight is Friday Night Smackdown. It is a pre-tape show. I'm not going to run spoilers, but I'll tell you what WWE has, quote, announced for the show. There's a contract signing for the women's tag team match tomorrow at Elimination Chamber. It is the match where it is Ronda and Naomi against Sonya and Charlotte. We've got a face-to-face with Goldberg and Roman Reigns, and the IC title will be on the line tonight when Shinsuke Nakamura defends against Sami Zayn. Remember tomorrow morning, noon uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, Elimination Chamber. Once that show does go off the air, I will be reviewing that on the PW Unlimited YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter channels. I believe if everything goes according to plan, we got baby Huey joining us once again for a WWE post-show a post-show review, so that should be fun, talking to baby Huey about all that. And remember, any money we do make off of that review tomorrow, whether that is just the regular ad revenue or any Super Chats or donations, will be going to a local um, <clears throat> excuse me, a local uh, youth football team here to help any families in need that need the help paying for the registration of their child. 
It's $250 for each child to register. And if there is a, a family in need that maybe needs just a little bit to help them get to that 250, we want to be able to help them out. So all the money we do make from the Saudi show tomorrow will not go to us, but it will go to a family in need here locally that's looking to get their kid registered to play youth football this fall. But with that, guys, we'll be back tonight for Friday Night SmackDown. Have a great Friday. I'll see you later. And this afternoon, my Elimination Chamber predictions will go up as well. So have a good one, guys. And we'll see you later.